I'm Jamelyn Steppen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 18, Victim Mentality. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steppen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, and welcome to the podcast today. I am in the middle of batch recording a few episodes of Want to Want It, so I hope I've calculated the release date correctly, but I think this episode is scheduled to come out the Tuesday before Father's Day, and I really considered doing a Father's Day episode, but didn't know exactly what I would say, and so I just ditched the idea. Maybe next year, but I do want to send out a huge happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and let you know how essential I think you are to your children and to their healthy upbringing. And I know many of you feel very unappreciated or underappreciated. And I think the reality is, is that when I look back on myself as a child, I totally underappreciated my parents. I just didn't get it. I had no idea what it took to provide for our family and to take care of all of us until I was put into that position. So I want to first send a huge thank you out to my own dad for being such an amazing father, for teaching me the value of honesty, hard work, and commitment. And I also want to send out a huge thank you and I love you to Jared, my husband and the father of our seven children who provides such an amazing life for all of us. And I feel like he has just been such a great example to my kids of dedication and sacrifice and generosity. And I just appreciate him so, so much. And lastly, thank you to all the fathers out there who have embraced this vital role and who show up for their kids. Happy Father's Day. Now, on to a less celebratory topic. Victim mentality. This is what we're going to be talking about today. Now, I think as humans, most of us have had times when we have felt like we were a victim. And I think many of us have had times when we were legitimately victimized. But that's not really what I'm going to talk about here today. If you've been verbally, physically, emotionally, sexually abused by someone in that moment, you were a victim. But when I'm talking about victim mentality today, I'm referring to a learned way of being, a trait that we develop and a way that we start to identify ourselves. According to one paper that I read, a victim mentality has three key beliefs. One, bad things happen and will keep happening. Two, other people or circumstances are to blame. And three, any efforts to create change will fail, so there is no point in trying. So essentially, when you are caught in a victim mentality, everything feels like it's happening to you, and therefore you feel like you have no ability to change anything. It also makes it so you take no responsibility for what's happening, because when you're caught in that victim mentality, You'll be very quick to blame others. You're going to make excuses for your own behavior and you're often going to say the words, it's not my fault. Now, there are certain circumstances when something is legitimately not your fault. But if you are someone with a victim mentality, this learned behavior, you will want to believe that every situation fits this criteria of it not being your fault. So let's say you were to lose your job and you never really take the time to examine what you might have done to contribute to that loss because you just feel like it's their fault, they fired me. You're never going to learn the lessons that may create a better future for you and a better career. 
And then you're more likely to make the same mistakes in the next situation you find yourself in because you've not taken that opportunity to look at your responsibility for it. You are just blaming everybody else for what happened. Now, for some of us, when we get caught in the victim mentality, it feels really good to blame others. Not just because then we get to avoid looking at ourselves, which can be so painful, but because it feels like we are in a position of power now. We feel really justified in lashing out at other people. If they are to blame, then they deserve whatever they get from us. And we kind of enjoy making other people feel guilty because misery loves company. And it can also feel very useful to manipulate with blame so that you can get sympathy and attention and extra affection. It takes emotional maturity to really look at any situation and honestly ask yourself, how could this have been my fault? Or what did I do that could possibly have contributed to this? Now, the idea is to ask out of genuine curiosity, not blame, not with the intent to beat ourselves up. We don't want to swing from being a victim to someone else to now being a victim to ourselves because we're being so mean to ourselves. If you really look at a situation with curiosity and openness, you can start to see your part in what happened if there is any to see. Again, this isn't blaming. This is called taking responsibility. For example, if you're a mother who feels like you are such a victim to your disrespectful children, stop and look at how you are contributing to that problem. Ask yourself, just for curiosity's sake, what if this is all my fault? Or how could it be my fault? How am I contributing to the problem? If you are willing to be honest, I bet you will find that you do contribute to the problem in some way. Maybe you speak disrespectfully to your children, or maybe you're very judgmental. So as you open yourself up to take responsibility for your part in the problem, you are no longer a victim to be acted upon, but somebody with the power to act, the power to act and change yourself. Now, please don't think I'm telling you that if your father beat you as a child, that you need to take responsibility for that. That is not what I'm talking about here. But also know that in those moments, you were a victim. If you don't live with him anymore and he does not beat you anymore, you are no longer a victim to him. You do not have to be a victim to him anymore. You were a victim then, but you don't have to be a victim now. Now, you may need some help from a therapist to get yourself free from those victim thoughts, but you do not have to be a victim for the rest of your life because you were a victim in the past. Now, besides just taking responsibility for your part in situations you have felt victimized in, you can also take back responsibility for your own emotions. You see, responsibility is the opposite of blame and victim mentality. So if you want to crawl out of that trap, the best thing to do is to start taking all the responsibility you can. Taking responsibility for how you are feeling is a great place to do this. Remember, I teach that our circumstances do not create our feelings, but our thoughts do. So if we are feeling something, it is because of something we are thinking. Taking responsibility for what you are feeling takes you out of victim mentality. If it doesn't feel easy for you to do this right now, that's okay. Sometimes it can be easier to learn by taking responsibility for your positive emotions first. So if I feel happy today because my friend took me out for lunch, I first need to remind myself that the lunch is a circumstance and therefore it has no power to make me happy. The reason I'm happy is because of what I think about going with my friend for lunch. 
maybe I think that I'm so blessed to have such a thoughtful friend and that the food at the restaurant is so divine. And it felt so good to be able to just talk without kids interrupting. And all of these thoughts create happiness inside of me. So I can start by taking responsibility for the fact that I feel happy. I'm happy because of what I'm thinking right now. I can remind myself of that. Then when I start to take more responsibility for how the thoughts I choose create positive feelings inside of me, now I'm more open to the idea that my thoughts also have the power to create negative feelings inside of me. And that will help me begin to take back my responsibility for my own emotions. Recently, I was having a big struggle with this. I really felt like I had been the victim to someone else's poor behavior and I was mad, like very mad. But after four years of coaching, you know, being in the coaching world and believing so deeply that thoughts create feelings, I had to admit that the only reason I was mad was because of what I was thinking. So here's what I did. I let myself be mad, but I just kept reminding myself that it was a choice I was making and that my thoughts were creating it. So you don't need to feel like you have to rush to change your emotions right away, even when you're taking responsibility for them. But just by owning them, you are going to be less of a victim. And again, this is the best news ever because as soon as you're ready, you can change what you're thinking and create better emotions for yourself. Another thing I see with victim mentality is the desire to stay a victim. Even though the person hates being a victim, they kind of love feeling sorry for themselves and they love to be able to share with everyone else how they're a victim. It gives them this feeling of power or importance or something that really fills them up. But when you want to stay in the victim mentality, you are way less likely to seek solutions to your problem. You will look to others to try and fix things for you and you're probably going to reject anything that would require you to leave your victim story behind. So if you notice that you are resistant to seeking a solution, you can be sure you're stuck in victim mentality. Sometimes just seeing that, just seeing like, oh, I see that I don't really want to let go of this story can help you to make the needed changes to start finding a better way to do things. When you are stuck in a victim mentality, you truly can feel powerless to change anything. Again, like I said at the beginning, the three key beliefs that those with a victim mentality have are the belief that one, bad things happen and will keep happening. Two, other people or circumstances are to blame. And three, any efforts to create change will fail. So there's no point in trying. If you truly believe these three things, of course you're going to feel powerless to change anything. This is where I want to remind you again that your thoughts create your feelings, which propel your actions, which create your results. So if you want to start feeling like you have power in your life, you are going to have to change your thoughts. Instead of believing that everything bad happens to you, you could start trying on different thoughts or different ideas. Even something like, when bad things happen to me, I know I can take care of myself. Or bad things happen to lots of people and they're okay, maybe I could be okay too. Just little tweaks like this will really help take you away from that victim mentality. Even the thought of, I'm learning how to take care of me and how to love me might be better than this thought, nobody cares about me. These little shifts practiced over time pull you out of that victim mentality and put you back behind the driver's seat of your life. 
people with a victim mentality can become very frustrated, angry, and resentful. And who can blame them? When you believe that bad things always keep happening to you, of course you're going to feel frustrated and angry. When you feel like the world is against you, you will feel hopeless. And of course, you are going to resent others who seem to be getting all the good things in life. Now, in truth, like I said in the beginning, many of us have times when we slip into being a victim and hold tightly onto that victim mentality for a time. I have been guilty of it for sure. And most people who you might say are chronically in a victim mentality have often had some serious trauma or difficulty that has contributed to this way of being for them. So first, it's really important to have so much compassion. If you feel like you are a victim, have compassion for yourself. If you feel like you're dealing with someone caught in the victim mentality trap, have compassion for them. As you're working with somebody who you feel like is caught in the victim mentality trap, it can be helpful to bring up specific behaviors you notice instead of saying, hey, you're acting like such a victim all the time. Maybe saying something like, hey, I see you really feel like nothing you do matters. Tell me about that. What's going on? How is that not true? Or you seem to be complaining a lot lately. Are you okay? What's going on? You can also take time to validate how they feel and then remind them of how things have worked out for them in the past and how much they've accomplished and how you feel about them. And sometimes that is just a more compassionate approach than, hey, you're such a victim, cut it out. If you're feeling like you're a victim and have no control over what is happening in your life, you can start to give yourself some help by first simply acknowledging. I don't feel like I can do anything in this situation. Just acknowledge, okay, I feel like a victim right now. But then ask yourself, if I did have power to do something, what would I do? And then start brainstorming the possibilities. This can help you see where you actually have more power than you're giving yourself credit for. People caught in the victim mentality often believe that other people's lives are working out all the time, but theirs isn't. And it's such a painful story. But then on top of that, they will also start to look for negative intentions in the things that were never intended that way at all. Even someone doing something kind or good to them can be misconstrued. I remember a woman who was sick and someone from our church brought her a meal. But instead of being grateful for the meal, she was offended by it. She was offended by the presentation of the dinner because she felt like obviously the sister didn't care enough about her to package it really pretty. And she was offended by the intention because she felt like she was asked to bring her a meal. She didn't think of it on her own. So it really wasn't very sincere. Do you see how when you're caught in the woe is me type of thinking, you start looking for more evidence of why you should feel sorry for yourself and how even things that were intended as good and positive, you can misconstrue and twist around to be negative. That is a victim mentality. Again, we all get caught in this trap every once in a while. And this is what the work I do is really about. I teach people that other people don't create their feelings. If you feel like you're a victim all the time, it isn't because of what other people are doing. It's because of what you are thinking. Now, I know it's hard to hear this sometimes. Sometimes I don't want to hear it. But honestly, it's the best news I could ever hear. And it's the best news I can ever give my clients. Here, they thought they would never be able to feel good again because of how other people around them behaved. And then I came along and said, no, it's not true. The way those people behave has no control over how you feel. You control how you feel by what you think. And you get to choose what you think, which means 
you are in complete control over how you feel all the time. And that is the most hopeful news I can give. Those who suffer with a victim mentality really struggle with their self-esteem. And of course they do. They feel like everything is against them and it leads them to believe that something must be wrong with them. It creates a feeling of hopelessness, like nothing is going to change. And a lot of helplessness, like I have no power to change anything. So of course, if you feel helpless, your self-esteem is going to feel low and you're not going to tap into the power that you do have to make change. You won't even see the power within yourself or see how it could be possible. The best news I can give you about a victim mentality is that because it is a learned trait, whether we learned it really consciously or not, we aren't born with a victim mentality. We learn it over time and that means it can be unlearned or discarded at any time. So of course, one, learning to take responsibility for how we feel and how we're showing up in the world is going to be a huge step out of the victim mentality. Also, learning to see where we feel like we are a victim most often. I think many of us do not have necessarily a victim mentality about our entire lives, but there are certain areas where it seems to come up constantly. I coach a lot of women on their marriages, and I can tell you, many people feel like they are victims in their marriages, and they get really practiced at believing that story. I'll be talking with my client, and it is clear she feels like a victim to her husband's behavior, and it sounds to me like he feels like a victim to hers. So you have two people who are constantly watching for how bad things keep happening, watching for how the other person is to blame, and watching for how nothing will ever change. My clients feel like their marriage is stuck in this cycle and they can't break out of it. And in reality, it is stuck in that cycle. It's a victim mentality cycle that both them and their spouse keep perpetuating. But as soon as my client sees that they are responsible for how they feel, that they are the reason they feel like a victim, they start to see how they can make a change. And when they change, the cycle stops. I always have so much joy when my clients come back to me so amazed at how their husbands, who aren't getting any coaching, are behaving so differently. They could never have imagined how by taking themselves out of the victim mentality cycle, it would actually put positive pressure on their marriage and on their husband to change as well. Another important thing to learn as you strive to take yourself out of a victim mentality trap is to practice allowing negative emotions. It can seem so intolerable for us to have to experience negative emotions, but when we want to avoid negative emotions, we are going to stay stuck in the victim mentality. There is nothing wrong with feeling negative emotions, but when we feel them, our warning bells go off and say, something has gone wrong here, you need to fix something. And that gets us looking around for someone to blame for how we are feeling or something to blame. Whereas if we just know that sometimes we're going to feel negative emotions and we don't have to find someone or something to blame, we can just sit with it and allow it to have a little time in our body, we will settle down and stop acting like a victim. I even do this to myself. For years, I had this story about myself that I was such a chicken and that I was always afraid and that this fear was just ruining my life because it was stopping me from doing anything that was brave. And I literally have been such a victim to my fear because I looked at my fear, that emotion of fear, as a sign that something was wrong with me. So I would blame myself for feeling fear and for ruining my life because I was afraid. Now I'm practicing just allowing myself to be afraid. I'm working to not blame myself or 
judge myself for feeling afraid. And I just remind myself that humans feel scared sometimes and that I have a lot of practice creating fear in my body with my thoughts. So I try and have a lot of compassion when that fear comes up by just accepting it. And then I allow the fear to be in my body. I don't fight with it as much. And this is still a work in progress for me. And I don't blame myself for it so much. I just process the fear. And when I focus on processing the fear, I'm not focused on blaming me or being mean to me and telling myself there's something wrong with me. So as you begin to allow negative emotion, believing nothing is going wrong, you're going to stop looking for someone to blame for it. And then you're going to stop being a victim to others or to yourself or to your emotions. If you know a victim or someone who is caught in the victim mentality, just remember, every victim needs a villain. So you may be the villain in their life at times, or the government may be, or the price of gas, or the church. And this goes for you as well. When you feel like a victim, just know you are making someone or something the villain. But here's what I see happen when someone feels like a victim and makes us the villain. We often turn it all on its head, decide we are now the victim, and they become our villain. So just like I talked about before with marriage, if we think our husband sees us as the villain, the one who withholds sex or nags or whatever his victim story is, then we will feel like we are being wronged for being blamed and for being painted as the villain. And then we will feel like we are now the victim and he is the villain. Do you see how this cycle goes? So what would happen if we were okay to be seen as someone's villain sometimes? You know, it doesn't sound amazing, but what would happen if we could just say, they feel like I'm a villain and I'm okay with them being wrong about me. I do this often with my kids when they feel like I'm unfair. If I feel confident in how I've acted toward them, I just accept that they think I'm the bad guy and I can handle that. Now, that doesn't mean that I allow them to scream and swear and tantrum at me, but I don't turn myself into their victim because they've made me the villain. And another thing, if you react very defensively when someone treats you like you're the villain in their story, you can end up just reinforcing that story. I know it can be hard, but sometimes when we are acting really defensively, we are just becoming more of the thing they are accusing us of being. Now, sometimes it is hard for me to allow myself to be seen as the villain, but this is such good work for me to do. It puts a lot of pressure on me to work on myself. It takes courage to be okay with someone being wrong about me. It takes good self-care to take care of myself in this situation. It is work. My brain wants me to believe that it would be easier to convince the other person that I'm not the villain, that I'm not the one to blame. But it's actually harder to change someone else's mind about me or the situation than it is for me just to take care of myself. Now, this doesn't mean I have to agree with them. It doesn't mean I have to perpetuate the victim story by adding to it or encouraging it. I don't have to be the villain in my own mind. And I don't have to take the blame just because they lay it at my feet. I can just know in myself, it's not my fault and leave it to them to work it out. The reality is, if you can stay out of defensiveness and continue to act like a person who is not the villain, you will have way more power to help the victim see things from a different perspective. And you'll have more power to help them take more responsibility for what is going on for them. If you want help because you feel like you get caught in that victim mentality trap, or if you need some help because someone close to you gets caught in that trap and wants to make you feel like the villain all the time and it's negatively impacting your life, come and visit me and do a free 25-minute session. I do my sessions over Zoom 
And on the mini session, I can help you with your own victim story or the victim stories you have become the villain in. Just go to my website, jamelinstephan.com and click on the link there to book it. You can also go to my Instagram or my Facebook page, Jamelin Stephan Coaching, and there is a link there as well. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can do it on your favorite podcast app so you'll never, ever miss an episode. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelinstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelinstephancoaching.